Welcome to another episode of Black in Therapy. Black in Therapy is a podcast where we explore the unique issues people of color face when dealing with mental health issues and mental health diagnosis. I am your host, Nikita Banks, who's a psychotherapist here in Brooklyn, New York, and welcome to our new show. You can sign up for our mailing list at blackintherapy.com. You can email us, just feedback, show suggestions, and just drop a line and say hey at blackintherapy at gmail.com, as well as you can follow us on everything facebook twitter and instagram at black in therapy okay so we're gonna get into our new show so this week's show i want to talk about something called vicarious trauma and um the way that i ended up coming up to i don't know figuring out what i wanted to do and show this week was because i was outside last week probably in the middle of the week and i looked up in the sky and i saw the light show that is the tribute I guess I don't even know what it's called the tributed lights of the Twin Towers um I live here in New York as I said Brooklyn New York and um you know when the the day the Twin Towers fell 16 years ago um I literally watched the towers fall out of the sky so um at first I was just kind of going about my day you know, at dusk, and I saw people looking up in the sky. They're probably like new New Yorkers, uh, the, the gentrifiers. And I was like, what are they looking at? But I wasn't really paying attention because, as most New Yorkers do, I was just kind of going along with my day or my evening. And um, I don't know, I was walking and I ended up walking in a direction where it kind of caught the lights in my peripheral and it hit me like a jolt shit it's September 11th and it was like September 6th or something so the lights were on like super early and you can kind of go about your day or go about your your time and not think about you know what day of the week it is (laughs) or what day it is but anniversaries like this especially if you are um in that area um New York and DC or Virginia where the Pentagon was that you kind of don't forget where you were when these national tragedies happen and so it got me to thinking about how triggering it was for me thinking about that day uh, I lost a family member in 9-11 and I just kind of remember like getting the phone calls and not knowing where 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 she was and being worried and you know actually literally being outside watching the fighter jets fly above us and like seeing the buildings fall and I try not to dwell on those things like our mind is so great that it kind of shields you from those things but things like anniversary our mind shields us from those kind of negative memories but on anniversaries those times are kind of hard to forget things that we've seen and things that we've gone through both as a nation as a family and as a city and as a, as a state here in New York, for me to see the lights, it was like a bolt of like emotions kind of went through me. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm not really sure which, I still had to go on with my day. So um, it got me thinking about vicarious trauma and how it shows up. There was a lot of 9-11 studies. I had coworkers who worked on some of the 9-11 studies and, you know, widows, they carried some of their that trauma um, as they were baking their babies in the, their wounds. And these, these are real occurrences. So I started to think more about, um, you know, the phenomenon. And I actually wrote a, a piece in, in, in paper, a paper in school, stuttering, about vicarious trauma on a movie, which 
was about a father who lost his wife in 9-11, which is Rain On Me, um, and Adam Sandler's in it. And it was a pretty good movie if you ever look at it, but it kind of like describes what we're going to talk about today in movie form, okay? So vicarious trauma is usually something that's only thought of as like caregivers. So in the case of 9-11, it would have been, you know, the social workers, the therapists, the first responders, um, counselors, but vicarious trauma is something that happens to us each and every day as we watch tragedies or we care for six people or you know in the case of my work experience I deal with a lot of people who have dealt with sexual violence and sexual trauma and you know by hearing those stories over and over and over and over again you can get inundated with all these intrusive thoughts and um, things in your mind that if you're not very careful you will be susceptible to being depressed and um, having your own mental health issues just from being exposed to these things and so um vicarious trauma can also be seen as a physiological effect people face when they have both faced natural and man-made disasters so for example the 2016 election I laugh but that's not funny but you know a lot of people were really negatively affected by the election I know as a therapist I went to my therapist after the election happened I know that you know statistically there were calls to people's therapists and there was actually a rise in people going to visit their therapist after that election because it kind of changed the 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 idea of what we thought we were as a country and so psychologically there were changes and shifts that happened as a result to that one event and that's really what vicarious trauma is repeated shootings of unarmed black men in this country repeated media exposure of those events um watching all of all, all of that the trials and the acquittals and just just the dehumanizing uh, coverage that occurs whenever violence is committed against uh, african-american person or hispanic person in this country or in anybody in the name of race right we see that in charlottesville and heather higher being murdered and so the responses are apathetic to people who don't look like us and don't seem to care about our issues watching them you know, roam through the streets with guns and tiki torches, right? So that's psychologically damaging. And so being able to see those things, whether you lived in Charlottesville or you lived in Brooklyn, New York, you know, it's real and that it's happening and that it's happening today and that it's happening to people who look like me and are targeted that who are people that I know and I can identify with. That is a scary thing. So it, it, affects you psychologically as well as those who have lived through hurricane katrina right now we've had a lot of hurricanes irma and jose and the floods in texas and so let's say if you live through katrina and then you move to texas or you move to florida and you're seeing this happening again it's psychologically triggering and so um living in new york like i said after 9 11 there was an injection into the national psychology for good or bad i, I really can't tell that there was a national shift in emotions and the energy that occurred after these kinds of events. And so that's what I want to talk about with vicarious trauma. Mostly people have a narrow di- 
a narrow definition of vicarious trauma. They usually think it only affects first responders or like, you know, therapists or social workers or people in the mental health fields or helping professionals, right? But no, we, we are all affected by trauma, whether it happens to us or it happens to somebody that looks like us or it happens to somebody who we could identify as being us, right? If it, something can happen to Heather Heyer, it could happen to me. If something can happen to an unarmed black man, it can happen to somebody that I love. So that affects me on a, on a deep visceral level than it does to somebody who is not of my same culture or doesn't care about my you know my well-being or they don't care about my issues right and so vicarious trauma is defined as the process of change that happens because you care about other people who have been hurt and feel committed or responsible to help them over time this process can lead to changes in your physiological your physical and your spiritual well-being just like any other trauma it's usually a result of repeated exposure to certain events so again I mean I hate to use this as another example but unfortunately my country gives me so many of them to think about when we see unarmed black men have negative police interactions over and over and over and over again generation after generation it becomes overwhelming it it becomes embedded in our psyche and so it changes how we think how we act and how we move and so this is not just something that you think about that happens just to first responders or like caregivers this is everybody I believe vicarious trauma is something that happens throughout the community especially the more and more I look at the definition cumulative effects of contact with survivors right so because I'm I'm black and I'm in the black community I know more and more people who've been affected by this kind of like racial based violence or police brutality or poverty or you know because I'm a New Yorker I know more people who've been affected by 9-11 right as as well as because I work in this field it comes up you know we, we, we talk about the trauma that people face in the community so let's say somebody like me I'm triply right I'm triply predisposed to have vicarious trauma. Number one, I lived in New York through 9-11. That's one level of exposure. Number two, I lost a family member um, or somebody that I, that I knew in the attack. Another risk factor is that you witness the cruelty or you experience or see the loss following the distressing disaster or even a traumatizing story. So being exposed to the aftermath of what happens following the hurricane or following uh, the media exposure to these things or following 9-11. I know for me with 9-11, I don't know if it was a week later or like a few weeks later, right after 9-11, it may have been a month later, but it just all felt like it was just one event. 9-11 happened and I was like screwed up about that whole situation and then a few weeks later could have been a month later could have been a year later I just remember it being around the same time New York had experienced a horrific plane crash from the Dominican Republic and and I remember just being like holy crap not again I just wanted to hide under my bed because for me having such a a history of exposure to violence and trauma being somebody who grew up in Brooklyn and that too made me exposed and leaves me predisposed to PTSD as well as vicarious trauma and then I do this for a living I keep saying that but I'm going to get into why I keep saying that because self-care is so important 
regardless of if you're a mental health professional or if you're just somebody who consumes the news on an everyday basis or if you live through a horrific event self-care is important and it's something that we need to, to do more in our everyday life so changes occur as a result of the physiological um, and psychological exposure to these things and when you empathize with the victim it makes the trauma real for you. So, you know, my level of exposure as an empathetic social worker or my level of exposure as, you know, the mother of a black child when I see a black child be murdered or my level of exposure as opposed to a white supremacist or a white person or somebody who's removed from in events is different. Um, and while I can empathize with the people on the ground in Texas right now, my heart grows out to my friends because I know that it's not only whether you empathize, but if you feel the need and the act to do something. And so for my friends who have family in Texas, of course, they're going to just get up and get on a plane and go or go there and go do things. You know, you know, a lot of celebrities have have reached out to donate money and donate time to help rebuild Texas. But I mean, I'm going to keep it real. I'm a New Yorker. And because I'm I'm physically removed from the situation. Situation, I can kind of put it away um, mentally and I don't have to deal with the devastation that my friends who, who live in Texas and my friends who live in Florida right now have to deal with. They have to deal with it on a daily basis. And even if it's not their home that is destroyed or flooded or they lost things it's somebody that they know and um you know I have loved ones in all of those zones and I'm just I'm praying for them but to be honest with you I'm trying not to get so filled with worry about things that are not in my control that I, I can't put any more on my emotional plate than I already have. So empathy makes the trauma happen. And the, by that trauma, I'm talking about the vicarious trauma. They hurt and you have the responsibility to do something about it. So for first responders or for the builders or for the people that are there in the aftermath of the, the immediate emergency, it's something that can be very, very overwhelming. And by seeing it so many times, you, you'll, you'll even gain fear physiological symptoms and we're going to talk about that in a minute so the impact of the trauma it helps to change the view of your world and it allows you to question your spirituality right why did God allow this to happen where where was God when when this occurred you start to think of all kind of crazy things and it starts to test your faith vicarious trauma so because I'm reading the symptoms list of what vicarious trauma is. So by very definition of the things that I'm reading, to me, that's not something that only happens to caregivers. Right. Trauma exposure to a situation in which a person is confronted with an event that involves actual or threatened death or serious injury to themselves or to others. It can cause vicarious trauma. So the fact that people are saying that this is something that only happens to caregivers to me doesn't make any sense like I said by, by definition so what leads you to exposure to vicarious trauma or symptoms of vicarious trauma your role in the event so if you're a first responder if your house was actually hit by any of the natural disasters if you saw 9-11 if you lost a, a loved one your role plays a part in whether or not you will have exposure also proximity to the trauma right obviously people in Florida are going to 
be more affected by Hurricane Irma or if you were in Cuba or in any of the Virgin Island islands that were hit, you would be more affected um, by those things. Life stressors. If you have other life stressors that have absolutely nothing to do with that event itself, you are predisposed to feeling uh, and over-identifying with the other people who've actually dealt with those things if you know them. Also, if you don't have effective coping skills, effective coping mechanisms for dealing with stress, you are predisposed to have vicarious trauma over identification which means that if I said oh my god a hurricane happened in I don't know Texas it could happen in New York it could happen anywhere if you if you are predisposed to anxiety or mental health issues you are predisposed to vicarious trauma and past exposure like I said for people who are have lived through Hurricane Katrina or have lived through Andrew this is a triggering situation and they're going to be more connected with the victims of the natural disasters that we're having right now cultural expression of trauma and grief that's a big one so um, I'm black, if you didn't know, but, you know, we have a, a way of dealing with grief and, and natural disasters in our communities, especially for those of us who are religious. We just pray it away and we actually don't deal with the emotions and we, we suppress uh, the feelings and we're told to just give it to God and God will make it better and it's God with God's will and you're not to question God and sometimes that that's just not the best answer to give when you're dealing with trying to figure out why you just lost everything that you worked very hard for in your life and you have to have to smile I was with a friend recently who lost almost everything in Houston yesterday and she was smiling through it and while I commend her for doing so. I would have been okay if she chose not to. And I would have been okay if she would have said, you know what? I feel really messed up. I lost everything. I don't know what I'm going to do. And we hugged it out and she cried at it cried about it and we talked about it because that really helps dealing with these kinds of issues physical changes that happen because yes you have physical symptoms you become hyper aware or hypersensitive you have PTSD symptoms uh, nightmares night terrors intrusive thoughts thinking about it all the time not able to put it out of your mind bad dreams anxiety depression fear numbness um, emotional paralysis sometimes like physical paralysis you feel like you can't do anything because you're so overwhelmed with where to start uh so that's that's a symptom increased sensitivity or hypersensitivity sleep disturbances obviously if you're having nightmares you might not be able to sleep guilt anger and fear terrorizing fear and anxiety so these are all symptoms that can happen also emotional symptoms is isolation depression anger you may see an increase in substance use drug use alcohol abuse and um, issues surrounding impulse control okay so now that you guys know what vicarious trauma is and what I think it is here's some ways that you'll be able to deal with vicarious trauma or at least lessen the effects of it on your life number one remove yourself from access to the trauma turn off your smartphones turn off your your 
your media app, social medias, your your news app, right? Because news comes right to your phone now, right? So just just be mindful of filtering out some of those things that you're ingesting that leaves you exposed to the trauma. Clear your mind of the event. Learn skills like mindfulness, meditation, prayer, go take a walk, get away from it physically if you can, if you can go on vacation or um, remove yourself from the event in any way that you can. Those are options. Talk about your feelings with people who understand, non-judgmental. Go to a group, a survivor's group, but but be be careful with oversharing or taking on other people's grief while you're in that space because that can be very difficult to do. But individual therapy is also a great way to lessen the effects of vicarious trauma. We vibrate as a country on energy. We vibrate as humans on energy. So when the the energy of the country is fearful and the energy of the country is depressed or the energy of the country is anxious, as we have been these last few months, we all feel it vicariously. We all feel it. We feel it. And so there are things that we need to learn to do to control that that feeling. And there are things that we need to do to put our our emotional equilibrium on the even plane. I'm a Libra, so everything for me is about balance. And so the last tip that I'll give is ABC. Awareness. So you have to be aware of your feelings and that you're taking on these these feelings and the, the symptoms of vicarious trauma. It's first thing. Provide yourself with balance. If you're a caregiver, if you are um, in the, the caring professions, if you are a first responder, you have to balance the tragedy with your everyday life. And you have to ba- find the balance between caring and not over caring, working and leaving your work at home. We're not taking your work at home. Because I, I mean, I hear a lot of traumatic things, but I literally I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it after work. And it sounds horrible, but I have to be able to deal with how am I going to pay my light bill if all I'm thinking about is, you know, a client who was molested or, or you know, sexually violated or, you know, lost their homes or whatever thing I may hear on a daily basis like I have to be able to find a balance between my work life and my home life and the the trauma and norm normalcy getting into a routine is one of the best ways to kind of lessen the symptoms of vicarious trauma also make a connection make a connection with like-minded people whether it is people who have experienced the trauma or people who don't know nothing about the trauma go to a yoga group go to a meditation group learn to remove yourself from the trauma but also do it in a way that you're building a connection to other people who may know exactly what you're going through this has been another episode of black in therapy i hope you enjoyed the show once again you can sign up to our mailing list at blackintherapy.com. you can reach us at black at gmail.com show suggestions feedback or general just hey drop a line Also, you can follow us on everything at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Black in Therapy. Be well.